Welcome to the Social for Brokers podcast with me, your host, Chris Target. This podcast is for mortgage brokers and estate agents who are looking to grow their online presence through social media. I'll share tips, best practices, and useful tools that will help you save time and ultimately expand your business. Welcome to the Social for Brokers podcast. Today, I have with me Joanne Cole from Broker IQ. So Joanne started out in a broker practice and she saw a disconnect in the way that brokers interacted with their clients, which we all know is imperative if you're trying to grow your business. That's why she created the Broker IQ software. So we'll get into what it is and how Joanne helps brokers on a daily basis. But from me, from the outside looking in, a bit of a review looking at it, it's an online portal that clients can upload documents, chat with our chat with their broker and clients can view their progress of their case as well and it can all be done on an app which as we all know we all love a good app now so they launched their product in september of last year and it's really nice to have you on the podcast today because it'll be great you kind of look back on in this in two years time and see how it's grown so it'll be exciting to to see how it grows they launched their product in September and already got products in development with their software developers at the minute, um, which obviously we will be rolled out in the future. So we might touch on a few details with that. But first of all, I'd like to welcome you to the podcast, Joanne. Thanks for coming on. Thank you very much, Chris. Thanks for having me. Delighted to be here. Good. We, uh, we had a few Zoom issues beforehand, didn't we? But we've uh, we've managed to get on it. Otherwise, Joanne was just going to be like a black box on the screen. Yeah. The voice yeah. coming out of the computer. So thank you for coming on. First thing I wanted to talk about before we get into Broker IQ, what it is and, and how it helps people. I want to get a bit of a background to you, Joanne, what you did, how you got to this point. Well, I think it's important to mention that I have worked in the broker space, but I wasn't always in the broker space. I actually am a qualified teacher. I don't know if I mentioned that to oh, you, Chris, right. before yeah, now. Maybe not. Yeah, I was, yeah I, I was a qualified teacher and um, I taught for a number of years, but my background even in education was within data analysis um, and assessment management. So I always had this love for data. Um, I was given a really amazing opportunity um, by a local broker when I was doing my own mortgage to work within his broker practice and a, another business that he had on the side and I, I loved the industry I, I knew nearly instantly that this is somewhere that I wanted to work that this is somewhere that I wanted to be um, and I set about training as a broker at that stage and working specifically with customer engagement and the data that was held in the broker offices um, between brokers and their clients and, and how we could better utilize that and that that has led to where we are today. So, so when you say customer, well, first of all, were you primary or secondary school teacher? Primary, primary, but I was in a large, a really, really large school. Um, and we were one of the first schools to go fully digital with our assessment processes. And that was under my guidance. So I, I've always had this pull for making processes better through the use of technology and always having, not just using technology for the sake of using technology, but having an ultimate end outcome and using technology properly to make processes better. There's a bit of an argument, and this is going quite deep now, that kind of technology, I know what my answer on it is, but does technology make us more social or less social as human beings, do you think? Well, it's a good point to ask a bit specifically about Broker IQ because I built Broker IQ to keep the personal connection it was never to replace the personal connection between brokers and their clients it was just to facilitate the process to streamline it and make it slightly easier but it was never to 
to replace the broker because I think that that relationship between a broker and their client can't be replaced by technology. Um, I don't think it ever will be replaced by technology. I think, yes, technology can aid it and can assist it and can make it easier, but I don't think it will ever replace that relationship. So certainly where I am, it um, is something that uh, that I, 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 I don't want to use technology to replace the, the social at all. Yeah, I, I'd agree with you there, but I think it opens a lot more doors for people because so you, you live Northern Ireland, I live in Birmingham. I probably, without technology, I probably never would have seen your face. I might have heard your voice. So that's a benefit. But one of my, the people that I look at in terms of digital marketing, Gary V, he talks about children and social, and there's a lot of negativity around it, that there is bullying online. But what he said is if a kid goes to school and say he absolutely loves Pokemon, but there's nobody in that school that loves Pokemon, he can find an online forum in the evenings to share his passion with other people all over the world. That's where Absolutely. I think technology helps social, but you are right. Technology cannot ever replace that human element. It can just help oh, absolutely. relationship, can't it? Yeah, and, and for myself, I mean, I am based in Northern Ireland, but I, you know, the UK is exactly where my product yeah. is. And I, I speak to a lot of people um, there and I do all of that through, um, through Zoom and through Teams mm -hmm. and um, I think I made my first trip to London last week to meet people and it was lovely to meet people but um, it takes a lot of time you know that I wouldn't yeah. be able to do all of the time and run the business the way I wanted to run so I think there's definitely places that yeah, you know you, technology makes the life so much easier and that social ability so much easier and um, there's a few people that I've met online that I would say I know now quite well I've never met them in person yeah you know I mean, um, it? it's, and that's just that's <laughs> COVID has fast forwarded that hasn't it yeah absolutely it's, it's yeah it, it is so yeah I think it is I think absolutely Sorry, I think no, I think absolutely for the better. Um, absolutely for the better. Uh, in in that element, and I suppose back to broker IQ for the for the for the for the process of the broker and the client. Um, it can absolutely make life easier for people as well. Yeah. So with broker IQ, we spoke, we've touched a bit on it here. It was called something else beforehand, wasn't it? What was it called? Yeah, it was called Reviewed. And I think that was back when I actually was working and training as a broker at that stage. I think it was again down to me wanting to see, or I could see that uh, the the potential for using digital means. And that was my first platform that I worked with. Um, and I specifically worked with the insurance side of things. And I also was able to, to see the deal with different clients and different clients who maybe had different policies over the years um, and I spent a lot of time reviewing people's policies that they had maybe they were online policies that they had taken out and that they just wanted checked out and maybe we had policies that offered more life and critical illness um, conditions it was mostly the life and critical illness section that I was in and uh, the first digital platform that I had was called Review It and we looked at a whole portfolio of clients ins and outs and was able to then get products that match their needs better and we did that sort of digitally um, and I suppose it was there that I then saw the need for something for clients to interact for brokers to interact with their clients digitally and that's where broker iq came from so it's not exactly the same as what we were doing where I, when i was actually working as a broker but it's now more in that just that client engagement and using the digital to help you with the client engagement and streamlining processes so you saw a gap in the market when you were there you took the risk you stepped away from that that job and you've been going at this full time Tell us exactly what Broker IQ is, because I think it's a fantastic, and I don't advocate any any products or any networks or any brokers that come on the on the podcast. But 
looking at it, I think it's a really useful tool. So tell us exactly what Broker IQ is then. Yeah, so we, we call ourselves a client engagement or customer engagement platform. We are the only app-based client engagement platform on the market. And um, we break our, suppose, our process into three steps. So we help with the onboarding, the digital onboarding of a client. So you go out and you meet your client and they're going to take a mortgage, their insurances. And you would say, you know, we're using a new digital platform called Broker IQ. Here's the links and you download, download the app and onboard yourselves. So they're able to onboard themselves through the app, their name, their address, all of those basic details details to open a fact find to start a case it's all done there on the system and all done by the client the next part of our process the second part would be the admin process so we really help with the admin we have a two-way chat facility so that um the broker or the admin team can communicate to both ways with the client and um, it's fully tracked fully traced um, date and time stamped as well to make sure that you can pull back information and then we also assist with the upload of documents so clients can upload documents through the through their phone by a photograph or scanning or uploading a pdf straight in through the broker iq app and then the end part of our process would be that customer engagement where you're automating the renewal dates that's automation for both the broker the broker system would be um uh, would have their reminder dates and also the client would get their reminder dates and then we have the social interaction with the birthday messages and the Christmas messages and the Easter messages and it's a very simple tool to use it's just simple and effective and it's keeping that ongoing relationship with your client and also helping the broker with their admin processes. Right and you say this is all encrypted as well because that's quite a big thing at the moment isn't it people doing things through email or whatsapp yeah, well, our um, we're up to industry standards when in the um in the transfer of documents and things like that. But our messages are all uh, fully secure, and you know we sit in um the cloud and we we're monitored and we have our security testing all of the time. But we when when a message or any correspondence goes out to a client between a client and a broker, it's all date and time stamped so that you can track and trace that back at any time, which is really important. And um, I know the FCA have I suppose been and I think there was a another um release this morning from the FCA about um transparency and about tracking and encryption and um, sometimes the use of some of the platforms that do encrypt all of the time you pull back and use that data if something happens you know whereas in our in our system you can pull that data out and you can use that as evidence to say we sent this at this time or uh, right. well, that's um, the benefit that's, of not being encrypted almost it, it absolutely has yeah yeah because oh, okay. when it's encrypted you can't pull it out or you can delete the message and, and it can never be used again so um i suppose that's one of the benefits of our system and you can run it all run all of your um correspondence through the broker iq system so it sounds like it's very easy for people to fill out that fact find because i know a lot of mortgage brokers especially in this world where people are doing appointments remotely if you've got them in front of you you can fill it out kind of like face to face but the app they can do it themselves that's going to save them a lot of time but what I'm really interested. Yeah, well, I, sorry, Chris. Um, I mean, the the onboarding of them themselves, they would just do um the basic details because we don't want to. I don't want to replace fully what the client, what the broker would do because right, there's some okay. questions that the broker might need to ask that you know would be very personal to the client. So keep that personal edge, and and they can submit everything and they've got the paperwork. What I'm really interested in, from a marketing point of view, is this after. So afterwards, when you you were talking about a video that they can send as well? Yeah, well, we do provide at the moment, like I suppose some stock videos um, that would be branded to the broker. So they would have their logo on it. They might have their 
picture on it and um, they would have um, their telephone number their email address their social media links all on the video and that would automate out through the system so if it was the client's birthday on the morning of their birthday they would have that video playing it would be logo branded it just keeps that personal touch with the broker so we would give a like a stock supply of images at the very start or videos at the very start which would be a welcome message um to the platform and uh congratulations on your mortgage and then your easter and your christmas and you can you can add your own videos to it you can um record your own video and upload you talking to your clients you can send it out to one person or in bulk um so it's a really it's a really good tool and i'm a big fan of the video messaging and being able to video people um i i was using it as part of review that was the, the big thing that i was doing before we had any pandemic and everybody thought i was a bit bizarre because i wanted to use video messaging and now it's so normal you know and it is a really good yeah. way of communicating and that's interesting because when, whenever i so what would happen is i just talk talk about it from a user point of view, they would have a little pop-up on their screen and say, you have a message on Broker IQ. Even if my birth, even if my mortgage went through kind of six months ago, they would still yeah. get that video and it would be a happy birthday. Now, if I liken it to when I get a message from ASOS, ASOS will pop up on my screen. It'll be like 20% off. I'm not really interested in the 20% the off, but that their company or that message has come up in my face. So... Yeah. If it's a mortgage one, even if it's nothing to do with mortgages, it kind of spares my mind to think, ah, that was the company that did my mortgage. My, I'm, you know what I mean? My little one's buying a house or I'm looking to release a yeah. money for a remortgage. It's just that subliminal messaging, isn't it? It's mm -hmm. a lot of that is about nurturing your audience. That's what yeah. you guys can do after after it's all gone absolutely, through. absolutely, and the, and and you can decide how often or as little as you want to send those notifications out. But yes, we do. We have the push notifications going out from within the app, and we automate most of the stuff because um, you know, brokers are busy enough, and they're not going to be sitting just controlling a system all the time. So we have the ability to automate a lot, and our, our system's based heavily on automation. But you can decide if um, say something happens with the interest rates, and you want to just send a quick reassurance video out to your 3000 clients you can send all of them out instantly you know and it would be um or you know suppose really interesting. Interesting. Big, that, bank, that yeah. bank of england one would be so powerful because it'll be all over the news mm -hmm. and you could you could almost send out a video to all your clients saying bank of england yeah. base increases watch this to kind of put your mind at ease or watch this to book your review yeah. if you sat yeah. on the train, so just like Absolutely. Just like a simple 30 second video, you know, we know that the interest rates have changed and, um, you know, this might cause you some anxiety. There's no need to panic. We're in contact us. You can actually phone and email through the app so you can actually go in and you can just hit the call button and it'll call right through to the broker's office or the email and email right through to the broker's office mm -hmm. um, and you also have a two-way chat so you could go to your chat and just send an instant message um, and somebody could pick up there as well so um, yeah I think it's just it's just a really good nurture tool as you as you say yeah. it's always keeping your clients there in the palm of your hand or you're always going to be in the palm of their hand I suppose through the app it's very similar to we talk a lot about social media that you can't just post and expect all this business to come you've got to nurture your audience beforehand with social media if you post it on Facebook you would get a notification on your phone to say mm -hmm. Smith's Mortgages has posted have a look that's gone now because there's so much so many people posting on social with Broker IQ, it sounds like it's another way to get your brand on their face. So when the app's installed on their phone, is it the Broker IQ logo? 
yeah, at the minute it is the Broker IQ logo because we can't do personalized apps for yeah, everybody that's coming through. Yeah. And we are, it's that's reflective in our price because we're very reasonably priced. Yeah. Um, but um, we do brand everything that goes out through the platform. So any text messages that go out would have the, would have the, broker's logo on it and any notifications that would go out would have the broker's logo or you know any of the videos that go out are very heavy on the broker and on the broker's logo and on, on all of their information everything through the app would be um, branded to the broker it just would run through the broker iq platform and um that would be made clear when they when they're going through the initial download of the system you know we're using broker iq or in affiliation with broker iq so they have that link with broker iq but everything through the platform is from um is from the broker. Broker, yeah, just interesting to, to see how, how it all works. So, so that's the actual app itself. Now, I wanted to talk to you now about how you're promoting your business, either through social or through conversations, because it is a business that we can take lessons from the way that you've grown the business as well. Definitely mortgage brokers can take this on board. So where do your leads come from when you're pushing your business out there? Well, mostly at the minute, I am dealing with referrals. So I I started very small out with them, um, small independent brokers over here in Northern Ireland. And I was very quickly referred to other brokers or referred into the larger networks. Um, and I made a lot of connections through through that. Um, I suppose I got my name out there, um, probably how we met, Chris, through LinkedIn. I find LinkedIn yeah. is my best place to be to get the interest of other brokers and to get that message out there not so much on Facebook um I think Facebook because I'm B2B and I'm going to the businesses I think LinkedIn's probably the best place for me to be um I do have a social media presence on Facebook but it's kind of just letting clients know clients of brokers see the broker IQ brand more so than the brokers themselves I think my main outreach would be um, LinkedIn at this stage yeah. um, and I mean I'd love to say that we had a great digital marketing team behind us we don't um, so most of the stuff you see um, would be coming from me and we are building and, and scaling as we speak at the moment but, but LinkedIn that the joy of it that, I think the joy of it is at the beginning you get to dabble in so many different areas and I think you find the one that the one that you're obviously lent towards because it's your company's is that sales side, it's been that client fake, you know what I mean, you're speaking to people. As you grow, you can have somebody to do the digital marketing, but I think it's good as a business owner to know all of the areas of your business, like you would have run the accounts when you first started, you would have run the marketing, the sales, you've, you've done everything, haven't you? I think it's important to oh, do. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And I read that when I first started out in business, you know, don't employ anybody to do the job if you haven't done it yourself before, because yeah. it's very hard then. To, and I suppose <laughs> I am absolutely learning that, you know, um, the only thing that I haven't done in the company is actually write code because uh, I can't physically, I can't <laughs> physically do one, it. Yeah. I just can't actually do it. But everything from product development, um, sales, accounts, you know, everything is, is done by yeah. where well, we're starting to scale. We're starting to scale now, but um. So myself, with, so with social media so linkedin you say is the biggest platform how have you developed relationships on linkedin because this can apply to mortgage brokers with their clients as well what do you do on linkedin on a daily weekly monthly basis to develop relationships um, i'm not entirely sure i have had a really good reach on um on LinkedIn and have had some really, really amazing people reach out, but I think it's a really lovely industry to be in. I I personally might send an email or a link, a, a message out myself, you know, um, to somebody if I thought they were of interest and, you know, done a bit of research first in advance to see, you know, what, 
where the similarities might be and reach out and I would be very big on the not like sending loads of messages you know if you reach out and somebody wants to have a connect with you that's great and if they don't well you know you'll you'll, you'll pick that up somewhere else at some stage um I suppose also working on my LinkedIn profile and understanding the difference between your business page and not just spamming your business site all the time and what you do and then also your personal so um I try to do as many broker things as possible like you know coming on here and going to events and um keeping up to date with where the brokers are going or what they're doing you know in the different networks to and then being able to like and follow those 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 kinds of um, activity that the brokers would be involved in, and I I feel like it has really worked. I have a quite a good reach through LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. You can see, and, and the thing with you, this is what I've noticed from you, is, is you'll interact with people, you'll have a chat with them. It's nothing. It's you're not pushing your product on them all the time, which I think we can be guilty of sometimes. And so yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. We automatically think, right, my end goal is to sell my product, but no, no, no. What, what foundations do I need to put in place to allow me to sell that? And, and it is building relationship. Like for example, the Fortnum and Mason break breakfast mm-hmm. that obviously came out of, didn't come out of nowhere. Did it? How did that mm-hmm. come about? Uh, that was an investor talk, but um, it came out of yeah, came out of relationships that I had made, events that I had attended. Um, I mean, when I was there, I met some really, really great industry people that were in the insurance space, and mm-hmm. some that I have c- continued to work with and have been so important for for me moving on. Um, and and to this day, are really, really involved in the industry. And I suppose they are another source of getting brokers to me because you know I've. I've built that relationship up with them. They've maybe looked at the product, they've heard me talk and they can see the passion that I have for it and the genuine want to make this a better place for everybody, for clients and for brokers. And they're happy to refer me on. And I do, I, I think it is absolutely about the relationship that, that you build. Um, and the, the investor day that I was at last week in Fortnum and Mason was based on the relationships that I had developed over here in Northern Ireland and then I was asked to go and speak at an event in in London which opened up so many other doors Mm -hmm. as well so it's about the relationships that absolutely is and it's the same with the Broker IQ platform it's about building those relationships continuing those relationships and not just now but past the point of sale again like that happy birthday message I know I keep going back to it which I think is a fantastic idea that's nothing to do with business you're not selling them business you're not telling them to use you as your broker but you're just drip feeding them your brand you're drip feeding them information yeah. in the hope that you've done a good enough job two years ago that when their remo's up they'll come back to you because you've you've appeared on their phone three or four times over the last yeah. two years mm-hmm. yeah absolutely and the things even with the remortgage and that was one of the things that i was one of the first things that we built in you know was the ability to send the renewals out for that remortgage for the broker you know because you know what happens the mortgage goes somewhere else and something you know there's other companies out there vying for that same renew whereas you know our system automates all of that from the platform so it's another thing the brokers don't have to worry about it goes out to the clients um a certain time before the end dates up and um they're prompted brokers prompted the clients prompted and it, it sort of keeps that relationship open and makes sure that you're not missing those clients that's um, what I was going to ask because a lot of mortgage brokers will ask this there's a bit of a debate at the moment as to when you should get in touch with clients that are coming up to Remo should it be six months you've probably seen the LinkedIn polls I'm afraid to mention I'm afraid to mention a time you did you notice I glossed over that really <laughs> I didn't want to mention my time <laughs> but is that is that something that they can set can they preset that can they change yes. it that because that's a big be thing because one broker might yeah. say six 
The other might say yeah. 12, the other might say two. So they can set that message to get in They can set it. We automate it at a, at a certain time, but they can set it. They can reset it themselves. And um, we've done a lot of um, research into this and we've looked at when the actual companies will, will reach out to the clients. And we've looked yeah. at what when then the optimum time for the broker would be to reach out. And we have set our own time. And I love we, you being so choice will... for your words. <laughs> <laughs> we will monitor that to see if it's the best time to go out and we'll continue to monitor that. But if the broker feels they have a better time that's that's there and it's it's their system you know we facilitate but we don't take anything to do with how they run their practice or any of the sale of insurance it's their system and they use it to their for their benefit and um, like you're doing all the hard work you're creating this app you're creating all the framework and then you can go to them and write you tailor that to how best your business is run so if it is three months you do it three months if yeah. you don't want to send out a happy birthday, but you want to send a Christmas one or you want to mm-hmm. you know, I mean, send a happy Diwali post or anything like that, it can all be personalized. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm glad you said that at the very beginning of the podcast is you don't want to remove that personal element between mortgage broker and client, do you? You're just help facilitating that that relationship, yeah. aren't you? Yeah, absolutely. Just facilitate that relationship, streamline the process, reduce admin for the broker side if there's any way that there's whether it's the upload of documents which is probably our best use facility at this moment in time and the client onboarding can just reduce so much of the admin's time you know um, and I suppose that's what sets us aside from some of our competitors is that we just don't focus on the customer engagement we do help with the admin process we try to do what we can there and we're still you mentioned it earlier we're, we're still a young company and we work very closely with the brokers that either they were test brokers or the brokers that are coming on board now at this early stage to help us in our development of what works for them in their daily um, practice in, in each case that they go through how can we make our system better to help you and that we we pride ourselves on a system built by brokers and because genuinely what you see it is built from what the brokers have experienced Um, and and, and you're always redeveloping it by the sounds of it to what mortgage brokers like what they've experienced you can edit things oh absolutely yeah well i think that's one of the benefits of software is that you can um you you can can edit things you can change things you can add things in also, obviously, I'm big on brand, I'm big on, big on colour. How did you come to the idea of that? Because it's black and yellow, and I really like it, and I've had my thoughts on it, but how did you come to the black and yellow and the branding? Yeah, I think um, I think I just... I, I... I, I always like yellow, but uh, it's a hard color to put in branding because of, of, of it being yellow and it doesn't yeah. always show out everywhere. So we knew we needed a dark color. And then when I researched it, you know, navy and yellow and dark gray and yellow are colors that are quite successful businesses. So that was one of the other things. And I think also the yellow is very innovative. And I wanted Broker IQ to be innovative. innovative. I didn't want it to be something that was a chore for brokers to use. I wanted it, the purpose of building it was to to help move brokers forward with digital. Um, and I think the yellow really is vibrant and it's bright and it's modern and and, and it's it's significant of all of that. And then you have the more um the darker color just for the professional industry that yeah. you're working in and you have to be very mindful of that as well you know that this is a very serious professional industry and you know we're not all singing and dancing we have a purpose behind what we do and and our, our technology is there for the end purpose for the broker and the client so it's i think that it, yeah i like the colors yeah the colors the, it was interesting because that's how i saw it like the black was very professional but then the yellow if you think it's like a bright color it's vibrant it's innovative exactly like you said and that's what brokers 
that that's the way that it speaks to me. Brokers can be a bit more innovative. They can keep people up to date. So I'm, I'm always banging about it on social is trying to keep your audience up to date with what you're doing. And, and that app can allow you to do it. What I was going to ask is, are you on Instagram like yourself in terms of the company? Do you promote it through Instagram? Not really. Like we will, we have a plan to move on to Instagram. We're, we're not really at this moment in time, um, but we we will. That's part of our, I suppose, our marketing strategy that we're working through at the moment. And we will be on all of the platforms um, at this moment in time. I think we have, because our target market at this minute is the brokers, that's where we've been aiming for. And I think... Um, I think LinkedIn has just been the best place for us to yeah. be and the, the Instagram and, and the Facebook development for brand recognition for the clients of those brokers will follow. And yeah. I mean, I'm no digital marketing expert at all. And um, you know yourself, Chris, when you start a company, you're very much you doing do what you can. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I just think with Instagram, I think it'd be really good. Yes, from a branding point of view and, and selling people the benefits, but I think it'd be really interesting to see the growth of the company through your eyes. So it's okay. kind of like documenting it using Instagram stories and Facebook stories to, to show the snapshots of behind the scenes. So you were talking about like you've had potential client calls before, before this. So kind of getting ready for client calls and signing up a new client. I just think it'd be, I definitely watch it. And I know if I would, I know loads of other people would like to see the growth. And you know what I mean? When you first imagine the, the video of you signing your first client and, do you know, I, I think maybe I look at it from a bit of a nostalgic point of view because I've yeah very similar journeys to growing growing businesses. Yeah. I just think it'd be great to see behind the scenes on Instagram. Yeah, well, it's not a bad idea. I'm not going to say that I would be great to, at, at the whole. <laughs> got to do it. You just got to try it. That's the thing. But because what I always um, say is, what other people might find mundane, like to you, you probably speak to your software developers every week, and you've been doing that for the last however many years. But to me, it'd be really interesting to see what you speak to your software developers about. Like, do they work from home? Do they work in the office? And I just think it would be, I find Instagram really good to connect with brokers on a personal level, which I think you would do okay. as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, it doesn't make um, a bad point. And I think it's um, it's important to note, Chris, I don't think I told you this. Um, my CTO and software developer, and probably why we've got so far so quickly, is um, my brother. He was a uh, senior software consultant in a large company in London. And when I took had the concept, so he, we were building this for a while. You know, I, I didn't mention that, Chris. No, no, no. See, something like that, I never knew that. And it's... Yeah, I could probably find that out from Instagram. And then to me, if I know that you're heading up the company and your brother's doing the software developing, mm-hmm. it's kind of like, oh, it's actually like a family. Of, you know what I mean? It's a family company. And then that makes yeah. me buy into you more because I yeah. prefer to buy into companies that are kind of like that family run vibe. Yeah, and that, that we could document a lot about that, the good, the bad, and the ugly, the money yeah. and it, it, all, it all works very exactly. well. And I think it absolutely is a success of our company to date is that we have a really close-knit team um, and we're expanding now, but that, I mean, effectively it was Des and I in the early days building this product from the bare bones, you know, and I'm very proud of that fact that as I came across a problem in the industry, or not a problem, but something that I thought we could put technology to to make it better, um, he was writing it at the same time, you know, so we, we didn't come just out last September with nothing. There was, there was a lot of thought process that went into this, a lot of working in the background with it. And to this date, even as we grow and we scale and our technology has grown and our technology um, department has grown, um, 
we still have that understanding you know we still have that understanding between ourselves and um, sometimes the company now give out to us you know did you put that down in that list that's not on the tech development list and you know I've Des and I have already had a conversation about it and he's already started working on it and we're trying to get better at those processes because that's always the way we have worked you know um and yeah, Absolutely. we could document a story on that. Absolutely. Yeah, I think that would be really that would be really interesting. Anyway, to the most important part, how can mortgage brokers get in contact with you to discuss broker IQ and what kind of costings are they looking at? Um, okay. Well, you can we've just read on our website. So you can um go to the website, you can reach out on through Calendly there or book a demo through the website or fill in a contact form or just drop me an email at joanne at brokeriq.co.uk and also please do connect on LinkedIn that's where I am very active Chris as you know yeah. I, I do like to keep up to date with LinkedIn and I'm responsible messages there as well and that's perfectly fine reach out um, there our costings are quite reasonable you know we have um, single broker licenses and we also have uh, up to five user licenses up to 10 user licenses so we have a um different pricing we start at uh, £35 per month and we go up to £99 per month depending on the size of the broker um, and that's where that's really where we sit in the market at this moment in time. Fantastic so as you said jo Joanne always on LinkedIn go and send her a message on there chat to chat to her on there have a little chat book a demo um, but just connect with her building relationships on LinkedIn is what it's all about at the moment got to make sure that you're expanding your network Absolutely. Joanne thank you so much for coming on the podcast and discussing Broker IQ as a thank you I'd like to donate £10 to a charity of your choice which charity would you like us to make the donation to um, the Children's Hospice please Chris great thank you very much We'll make that donation. Joanne, thank you so much for coming on. Really do appreciate it. And please, guys, go and connect with Joanne on LinkedIn. It's the place to be at the minute, isn't it? It is. It is. Thank you so much, Chris. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. So thank you very much for listening. If you feel this podcast brought you any value at all, I'd be extremely grateful if you could leave me a review on the podcast, little five stars, and subscribe to keep you up to date with all future episodes. We can also connect on social, so you can get me on Instagram, Facebook and LinkedIn, all with the handle Social for Brokers. Look forward to hearing from you and connecting with you all.